is my toilet. Absurd. Here we go! Can you hear me? I can. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can hear you. I can hear you. Will someone turn off the air conditioner? No? No, actually. Sorry, I was looking at my um, camera monitors, switching back and forth between Sloppy's and Nanny's Hump. Oh, there's someone walking. Watch them. Uh Someone with a backpack. Careful. Uh, this is a arcade weekly review show where we talk games, gets together and talks games about one arcade game every week. And it's called Arcade Weekly. Brought to you by your friends at wetalkgames.com is what I'm supposed to say. I am your host, Wiggly. On the Skype pipe with me is Keith. Ahoy. I am the Robo Duke. He is the Robo Duke of Earl. Mm-hmm. Duke, 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 Duke of Earl, Earl, Earl. Come on, Duke, we're going to have some fun. I actually uh, grew up near a guy uh, who I called Mr. Earl was his first name, and he opened a sandwich shop called the Duke of Earl's. Hmm. Uh, it's almost as bad as Arcade Weekly. Hey, everybody. <laughs> are you ready to go here? When you think of Capcom, you think of such great characters as Ryu and Ken, Chung Lee, Cammy, Sir Arthur, Phoenix Wright, Jill Valentine, you think of Mega Man, Felicia, Beautiful Joe, and of course, Trojan. Wait a minute. Trojan? Now, why is Trojan Trojan? Trojan's one of the people that you fight. Or are you Trojan too? You are a Trojan? Ah. <laughs> you know, Tro- when Trojan came out for the NES, a lot of kids, they wanted to play Trojan. But when they got up to the counter, they were afraid to ask for it. <laughs> they bought a comb instead. Yeah. I'll take this pack of gum. Oh, and uh, give me that game Trojan over there. <laughs> let me just take a couple pennies here. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> so we're going to talk about Trojan. What year was this made by Capcom? This was made by Capcom in 1986. Okay, 1986. That's not the spirit. Ten years too late. Yes, ten years too no late. No more spirit left in 1986. We and just, the NES version mm-hmm. you mentioned was a, a year later in 87. Yeah, we'll, we'll mention the NES version when we get more into the game. Because, mm-hmm. much like Kyle Von Kubik and his love for Journey, I also have a love for Trojan. <laughs> Is it a love? It's a love-hate. But it didn't ruin my childhood, so that's good. The We Talk Games episode cards, they made their premiere at last Saturday and Sunday's uh, Long Island gaming event at the Cradle of Aviation. Yeah, it was really awesome. Were you there? I was there. Were you there? I mean, I I hope that was you. That was me. I was was the one that started the panel off and everyone fell asleep and walked out. 
No, no, that was definitely not. I think the uh, the low lighting in the uh, Epcot Center there was uh, getting everybody a little drowsy. Chairs too comfy. You need mm. hard metal folding chairs. We're in a IMAX theater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure what it was. IMAX Planetarium. I was waiting for the laser light show to start. That would have been good. That would have been good for our show. And the thing is, is that we put on a presentation without the use of any type of uh, PowerPoint or anything. It was very important that we didn't use PowerPoint. So I actually had the uh, all the controllers there for many of the different consoles. I had a lot of the early consoles there. I had a lot of the early analog uh, equivalents two uh, early mechanicals and electromechanical games and that's what people just didn't want to hear about the lung testers they're like i'm out of here i thought this was going to be about mario <laughs> no. not lung testers no people were walking out of the panel i went to some other panels and people oh, yeah. would just be can't appreciate the mechanical basketball with the ping pong ball <laughs> and, and I appreciate how you know <laughs> that board has to be in a such a specific mold for mm. the ball to settle and they, they I find that interesting. I think the the custom gunman was a huge hit. We actually did very very well at this uh, convention, and in fact, I think we're going to go back to what the uh, basket convention or something. Yes, we're going to go to a basket weaving. Uh, or it's the Cradle Con, I think. Oh, Cradle Con! I thought it was. Yeah, basket that's con. that's. It looks like it's in the cards. You might see us there, which is a comic book convention, but Perfect comic book us. and video games they're they're intertwined at this point. They go hand in hand, just like mm-hmm. that famous just comic like book Trojan. <laughs> I think this is a classic arcade game, and I think it's overlooked, it sadly. Is. It has some roots. Birthing point for Capcom. It's a lot of birthing for armadillions and uh, muscular and iron arms. Yeah, and well, for one-on-one fighting, actually. Is that what you think? Hmm. I, I, I think if you look at the NES version, which maybe we'll get into later, do we want to do some making mechanics to start? or? Do- no, we don't, but we do have to mention this. We Talk Games is brought to you each week by Dr. Tongue Tongues with new Dr. Tongue Tongues Dr. Pepper. Dr. Tongue Tongues Dr. Pepper, a cease and desist. Dr. Pepper, in the freezer when you're under pressure, put in on ice, bitch, Dr. Pepper. Dr. Tongue Tongues Dr. Pepper. I love Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pepper. Hey, we are young and fresh. Once again, back from the cradle of aviation, RetroCon 2017. Very good, excellent. They loved us. A lot of good people. Shook a lot of hands. Kissed a lot of babies. There was a lot of cool game tournaments. I wish I was able to participate. Maybe like they had a Perfect Dark tournament. Mm. Uh, I think they were doing GoldenEye too. Uh, Simpson Virtual Bowling. Oh, yeah. Me and Mr. Nico Bun played around. I crushed him. They had Odyssey. They had everything. And then, of course, what we brought to the table was, as you mentioned, Custom Gunman, which was so popular that it is now broken again. So I need to fix it. The crystal actually uh, started to blow out. Oh, Um, wow. Yeah, it's cool. No problem. That's what I do. I fix them. The things. Yeah, that, that was a really big hit. People were super fascinated. I think Atari Pinball, the, the standalone breakout box, and uh, then su- second, Stunt Cycle. Stunt Cycle, uh, people like the Atari breakout box. Non-stop people at our table, both ours, and uh, Kyle Von Kubik had his artwork there, which he did very well. I think he sold out of his Arcado shirts. So. Right, and the last one he sold was to the son of the video game copyright lawyer, which is great. That is good. Yeah. Hey. Make. Oh. Oh. You're back. What the fuck? I. Stinky. Are you okay? Uh. He's probably mad. Yeah. I just got done walking back from the fucking convention. Why'd you leave me there? We couldn't find you. We looked all over the place. You. First of all, he shows up like at five thirty on Sunday. 
So we started breaking down at 5.35. He, he's at the... I had tickets to the NHL 95. <laughs> tickets to the what? Mm. The tournament? The NHL 95. EA. Get with the program here, kid. It's called We Talk Games. Not I'm a dumb shit. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. no. Oh, I feel horrible now. Well, we, did, we looked for you all over, Stinky. I got so drunk at the NHL 95 karaoke, I passed out in the toilet. We, 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 you looked in the toilet, didn't you, Keith? I checked the men's room. I didn't see you in there. I, I mean, I looked for anywhere I saw a pizza box. I tried to see if you were around. Were you in the ladies' room? No, my feet just don't. If you look under a stall, you can't see my feet. They don't touch the ground. <laughs> Whose fault is that? All three of them? They work. You never see me go to the toilet. <laughs> I have. It's sort of like this cross-leg yoga position. I guess I should have told you to look up. Did you fall asleep? Doesn't matter. Shut up. That's the end for you guys. You know, I feel like firing all the, every one of you. Oh, no. Not again. It's happened before. No, well, next, well it doesn't matter even. Because next year I'm doubling down on the themed months. Oh. It, it, next year, 120% of the months will be themed months. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I don't... Just don't worry about it. You can do theme month out your bagunghole. Oh, God. I'm bringing in extra people to do extra months that don't exist yet. All right, Stink, are you done so we could get on with Trojan here? Yeah. Okay, good. I'm sorry. Stinky the Game Master, everybody. Owner of We Talk Games Video Power Magazine, WECAC Flipkleys, the We Talk Games Committee of Podcast Conformity and Listener Integration... And also owner of Rit Team, Rosenstein's Information Technology and Enriched Elbow Macaroni. And probably has a little bit of stock in Dr. Tung Tung's new Dr. Tung Tung's Dr. Pepper. Try it before we get sued. Dr. Pepper. Trojan, 1986. Yes. That's a, a decade less than a spirit. Too late. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about Trojan. First, let me introduce why I wanted to do Trojan. First of all, I wanted to do Trojan, and then I want to do Gladiator, uh, because if you know if you know about the Happy Trojan, he was Gladiator. So I thought uh, doing uh, Gladiator by Taito from 1986 would have been a good follow-up week. But we're heading into a new themed month. I guess is happening. Uh, very shortly. Oh, by the way, happy Hungarian National Day today. Well, by the oh. time you listen to it, tomorrow is today. But we're doing this late Monday night. So I had my Hungarian flag out. I'm big into flags, you know. I don't know if you saw this. I did. You Trojan! Your, uh... <laughs> Trojan! The reason I liked the Trojan, <laughs> wanted to pick Trojan, was because I don't know if a lot of you know about my early NES days, but I really wasn't too stoked about the NES. Now, I loved Mario Bros. when it was in the arcade. I mean, it was one of my favorite titles. And, of course, then I got incredibly disappointed with it when I bought it for the 2600. <laughs> we talked about this in length before. Go back and listen to some episodes. You won't know which one it is. So listen to them all. It'll only take you several thousand hours. Do something right for once in your life. But this was the one one of the games you got when you got a Nintendo was Trojan for the NES from 1987. Well, I looked at the NES and I said, you know, I like this Rob the Robot guy. I'm going to buy this system. Plus, I got the Zapper. And I heard a lot about this Duck Hunt and whatever. So I bought three games and, you know, I took about three hours 
at the Toys R Us, lifting the little flaps or looking at the back of the boxes or whatever you did at that time. I think you lift a flap that had the box flattened in a piece of plastic. And I read about all, all of these games uh, that I was looking at here. I read about Zelda and uh, all these other shitty titles that <laughs> looked like shit to me. <laughs> and um, I thought, you know what? This Predator. Predator looks good. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I like that movie. Predator. Great game. Can have some fun tonight. Can have some fun tonight. Didn't have very much fun that night. So I saw Predator. I saw Gumshoe. That's good for the zapper. Gumshoe. Ooh, he's like a... He's like an old-style detective. They call him Gumshoe. You shoot him with your light gun to make him jump. Maybe you could do an action platformer game with your controller, but why not just shoot him instead? That sounds like a <laughs> lot more reasonable way to control somebody is to shoot him. I, of course, got the uh, target-practiced wild gunman and, uh, and the other thing. Hogan's Alley. Hogan's Alley. That's what I got. And one of the other games I got was Trojan because... Don't fucking ask me why I got this game. I guess it was because of the one cyber morning star carrier. You see him on the back of the box, you think, hey, that guy looks cool, I want to fight him. And then you don't realize that you're going to fight him until you puke him. Yeah, you're going to knock him down a million times mm. because this game is uh, designed by the same guy who brought us Kung Fu Master. Okay, well, that makes sense. I never made the connection back in the day when I played this in the arcades, but playing it now, I'm like, man, this feels like Kung Fu on Nintendo. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I find out that Takashi Nishiyama is the designer behind Moon Patrol and Kung Fu Master. Whoa! Moon Patrol is one of my favorite games. Yeah, he worked on Moon Patrol when he was working with Irem, and he also worked on Kung Fu Master, which has a weird history having been released by Irem in Japan, and then it was released by Data East in North America in the arcades, and Mm -hmm. then Nintendo made Kung Fu for the Nintendo worldwide and released that. You can really feel the similarities when you're fighting the same guys over and over. You also have guys who throw knives high and low, just like in Kung Fu. And it also makes sense that you have to mostly attack ducking. Yes, because... The low attack is your main attack, and that's exactly how Kung Fu is. And I I mentioned before that Kung Fu was, uh, in the last episode, I think, Jackie Chan was supposed to be the the character in that Kung Fu inspired by, I don't know, I don't think they had any license or anything. And another thing I want to mention is this game looks incredibly Irem-like. Yes, it does have more of an Irem look than a Capcom look, which is why I think people don't remember it as much. Also because it's stupid. It is a stupid game because you just end up fighting the same guys over and over again. Boy, we got to talk about this game. This is a great game. Great game in the sense that it's a game that you probably never played because Capcom just sort of wants to bury this one. Because of all the great characters I've mentioned before, did Trojan show up in any other titles that you know of? No. And this game is really Really similar also to Ghosts and Goblins, which mm-hmm. came out in 1985. This game uses yeah. a lot of the, the sound effects and the yeah. music is very similar. But that game's remembered more fondly than this one. And, you know, Sir Arthur's in Marvel vs. Capcom 3 and Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Why not Trojan? Because he's very uninteresting. And, and yeah, he's not. Th- this that. mishmash, naming it Trojan, number one, but you're in a post-apocalyptic world with armadillo robot men and the hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> you know, let's take 
assets from all of our other games and put them in one game. It's like uh, the game I don't like by Capcom as well, Captain Commando. It feels like there's just assets left over. Oh, now I game. know. I like both of those games. I know. I, yeah. I know. Yeah, I like weird mishmash games. I mean, plus all those enemies you're mentioning have great names, Wiggly. Come on. I know. Iron Arm. <laughs> who is who is Bionic Commando. I mean, they yeah, just pretty took much. The, yeah, these just, they just took these people from other games and put them in here. Yeah, or Goblin, as you mentioned, the hunchback of, of Notre Dame. Who throws spiked balls rocks? I don't know what the fuck he throws. It's it's a really weird title. And the but fact the con- that it's named Trojan is one of the reasons of its downfall. It just wasn't that great of a title. But I have to talk about playing it a little bit. We'll get deeper into it. When I first started playing this, I said, Jesus Christ, this is impossible. And I mention this a lot on our show, and I mention this a lot to the team off air. And that is that... Remember, guys, if we can't play a game and we're not getting very far, you can't just play this 45 minutes before we start recording a show. You have to play this for a week. You know, a week coming, play it in between other games that we know are on the schedule because you have to build the skills to play these titles. They're not handed to you like the games of today on current consoles like Xbox or especially the iPhone. Oh, my God. I played a role-playing game where they hold your hand so much that it's impossible to play the fucking game because everything's getting in the way. There's this great game, Bowmaster. It's awesome. It's very simple. It's a completely pure arcade game. They have all these funny characters that are drawn rudimentary, but very humorously. And, like, there'll be uh, parodies of people like Batman, like um, Harley Quinn, like uh, Donald Trump. So, you know, it's great to shoot Donald Trump and hit face with a fucking axe guitar from Gene Simmons. And, you know, parts of her face blow off and it's like, headshot! All it is is pulling back to a percentage of your bow strength or whatever type of special weapon you have and then letting it go at a specific angle. And then you just try to uh, wear down your enemy until you finish him. And then there's blown up a different way or get fried or all these different things. So interesting. But then every single time you win, it's a bagware. Open this treasure chest by watching this television commercial. And it just breaks up everything. And then on top of it, it's like, buy everyone. I mean, the whole thing of this is to unlock the different characters. Like they have the guy from Breaking Bad. You know, they have to take off on all these different types of interesting people. One of my favorite guys is a skeleton astronaut. So it's this astronaut whose helmet is broken. He's a skeleton because he got dead. And then he throws a, a flag at you that he planted on the lunar surface or whatever. The flag like I'll stick in your head and half your heads off and things like this. So it's incredibly entertaining and you want to unlock these characters. But like I said, it's just bagware constantly, constantly bagware, 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 bagware. Spend your money on this now. And then some of the bagware's Unlock everybody for $15. No. Mm, good old pay. No. Play to pay form. Yes, Instead of pay to play, now you play to pay. But it's bagware too. This bagware is breaking everything. Yeah. You want We're all the same. It's all the same. It's all hand-holding. And who the fuck wants to open all the characters? That's what the game is about. Yeah, playing through and unlocking everything in the game. Why would I just want to pay to get them all? And it's another great one where we experienced this first time with probably one of the Street Fighter games that were, went online with uh, the Xbox, where uh, you can do 
the bowmaster against bowflex. The bowmaster, the dogs are in the yard. Bow, bow, bowmaster. You could play against uh, other people online, and as soon as it goes to the finish them, the people dump out. They, uh, <laughs> you know, it's like as soon as people were starting to lose in a fighting game, they dump out so that it yeah. didn't caught, count as a loss against them. And they're doing the same thing here. So you know, it's a bunch of great. <sighs> What is this teaching our people? Online community. Mm. Yeah. So it's not teaching them anything. And that's right. what you know, you mentioned the problem with a lot of console games. For me nowadays, I don't feel attached to them because all I'm thinking is, do I want to spend the time to get through this, not can I get through this? Very true. So fortunately there's games like Super Meat Boy and hopefully Super Meat Boy Forever will be forevering. I yeah, or Enter the Gungeon, which this. I've played over twenty hours of thirty hours and haven't even beaten it. Yes. Because it's just a great game. People like to release games that you buy. You know, and you just play them to right. unlock everything in it, and right. I can't pay to unlock it. And there's still deep things in that game I can't unlock. Any any game that says free to download, you know, is just going to be bagware. Even still, it gets Ugh. worse. It is sort of fed to you. So that's why these games, every level I got to, I was like, I can't fucking get past this. And then I played it. Well, and guess what? I got past it. It was cheap. It was stupid. A lot of it was luck and hammering on things. One of the levels was actually skill, but you develop the hand-eye coordination to actually be able to play these titles. And that's why it's important for arcade games to still be here because this is the gaming. You know, this is the gaming. It's not the pain. This is a game that takes skill. And having played this a lot when I was younger, the first two levels are the most fun part of this game because they're manageable. Mm -hmm. Once you get to four and five, I can get up to level five. At some points, just running through it because level one and two are very fair, which you're in a city, post-apocalyptic landscape. All guns are gone now. We've gone back to crossbows and swords. And then the second level is the craggy. What's that? (laughs) And dynamite. Oh, well, that's true. There is dynamite, but no guns. But but Armadillon breathes fireballs. Yes. And then we have the Skyro gyros who drop bombs on you in the later levels. Yeah. It's a very cheap game, which is why Mm. it's very much akin to ghosts and goblins because the enemies just don't stop later levels where you're going down uh, elevator shafts trying to go level to level you will kill an enemy you like you'll get the spiders everybody's favorite enemy. oh my god games. fucking laser beam <laughs> spiders oh my god <laughs> yeah they're the absolute worst impossible in this game. to navigate impossible you must get hit by spiders yeah, you just have to run right through it. That's I, what I jump I do. and jump and slash, jump and slash, jump and slash. Yep, that's the only way. And you hope that maybe they'll only spawn two on the way through so you won't take that much damage mm-hmm. to get down to the next level. Because the only place you seem to see the spiders are in those two uh, descending levels, which I think are three and five. Yeah, you drop so through going- the floor. Yeah, you drop through the floor on five, which is really cool, where it just like, has that, like, what is it? I can't even think of what you would call that. Trash uh, shoot. Trash shoot. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah like a trash shoot. Trash shoot the that future. Because you're trying to renovate the fucking hotel you're in or whatever. <laughs> oh, we did mention. Uh, yeah, you attack, but you also have a shield, which is what makes this game very different from Kung Fu, is you yes. couldn't block in Kung Fu Master or Kung Fu. In this, you have your shield, which you can block in seven different directions. You can block high and low, left or right. And you can block diagonally up and straight up, 
to uh, you know defend against Goblin and his spiky rocks, which that's the main issue with this game that makes it so difficult is there are no patterns. Mm. There's nothing to memorize a lot of the time. You are going on your reactions to be able to block everything yeah. and, and get through this. Yeah, and, there, there's some uh, simple things that happen, like, okay, this guy always comes down from here, but even the guy that throws firecrackers at you, he just throws them at you wherever you are. It's not like he throws them in a certain spot. Right. So let's and, talk but, about the, the character. The character is uh, a Trojan. Uh, like you said, he has a shield and he has a sword. Apparently, demons have come back and evil has influenced the world, and you are this dude who is immune to being possessed by evil spirits and you know martial arts he's taken the name trojan even though there's another guy who's a bad guy named trojan too <laughs> yes. yeah you are uh, you look like bimmy and jimmy and <laughs> but with knee pads and a sword and a, and a shield but besides that you're not wearing a helmet you have on a like a muscle shirt tank top type of thing and blue jeans you start out and you're in front of the jazz uh, nightclub, jazz Epper bang club. I don't know what it was called because I just took a picture of the word jump because there's a funny story with jump. So I have to tell everybody's story. So what happens is you'll start out. Of course, you walk uh, left to right. And then in some levels, you'll walk across the area from right to left or left to right. And then you'll fall down into an elevator or you'll fall down through a trash chute or whatever. But you'll immediately start seeing the similarities to Kung Fu Master or Kung Fu because these one enemies will swarm you from both sides and they have some type of mace or... No, maybe they even just have a sword. But they look futuristic, uh, weird purple hair type of things and they'll try to hit you low, high, low, high. They're normally hitting you low. There's a guy that'll come out of a, a manhole cover and he'll... Oh, I'm sorry. That's uh, that's offensive. A people hole cover, and he'll shoot you with a crossbow, so you have to block that. Ding! And it's very satisfying to block things with your shield. But there's certain items that you try to block with your shield, and they'll blow your shield off. So there yeah. you are, punching and kicking. And guess what? I like punching and kicking better than I try to use my fucking sword and shield. Really? Yeah. I kick ass when I'm kicking. I kick all those spiders' asses. If my, oh, I love the noise it makes when you attack without your sword, though. Yeah, it's like it's just really great punches and kicks. I love them. You're so much. I like. I don't know what, but you're you're better at attacks. Yeah. So the the slashers, as they're called, so the knife throwing guys, you just wait for them to throw an energy ball, and you're like, yes, let me block. <laughs> Start punching and kicking their faces off. Yeah, these half naked male gay dancers uh, throw <laughs> knives at you. Shirtless, they're, they're, oiled they're futuristic chainman eddies. They are, they are. Boy, this has a lot to tie in with last week's show, which should have nothing to do to, to, to tie in with last week's show. Listen, I don't think I ever got through the first level of this on my NES. I think I got there's this thing on the ground called jump, and it says jump like diagonally towards you with red around the word jump. So, red. Around the word jump means jump over this or else something bad's going to happen. The guy's going to throw dynamite at you out the window. Even when I was playing this time, I kept jumping over that. What? <laughs> I jumped over all the jumps and I was like, okay, why does it say jump here? I, I don't. There's nothing for me to jump out of the way of. I got to jump up and I bonk my head. I can't jump up here. So I had to find this giant open sign. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is one of the most amazing power-ups to unlock a door. You don't go and you don't throw a switch. You don't go and find a an item that's a certain color that looks like the color of a door you're trying to open. You walk over and there's this giant like turned off neon open sign. It looks like it's made out of it's like a, a, a storefront sign that says open. Yes, we're open. And you run into that and then it opens the, the door that you're trying to get through. And then I jumped while I was over to jump thing and I jumped super high. I was like, oh my God. It's a very Keith-like moment there. Give me a time machine. There's nothing that shows you that you're supposed to. There's no instructions that say jump on air. It tells you how to do different things. Yeah, it shows you in the uh, the attract screen how you can block high and low and Mm. how they can knock your sword and shield off. But they don't actually show you that. I just always knew that from playing it in the arcade. I never actually jumped over it. Mm. But I can see how you made that connection. Yeah. So when you do jump on it, then you can hit the people that are above you shooting down at you or those flying idiots, which I hate with their uh, Yeah, they're Skyro gyros. bombers, yeah. They're terrible. But you do want to use those jumps to hit those guys mm-hmm. because while this is a level-based game that you, you know, advance through linearly. Is that a word? Yes. Uh, all right. Yeah, yeah. You proceed through linearly. But it still has high scores because we're still in that era where people are bragging about high scores. So you still want to go for points and try to, if, if that's your thing, and go for the guys in the manhole covers, go for the guys throwing dynamite, go for the crossbow, guys peeking out over the rocks because that way you'll get to write your name out, which, while we're talking about it, mm-hmm. plenty of room for stinky plus a few spaces. Yeah, you could spell stinky and four hearts. Or four farts. So you could put two hearts in front of Stinky and two after him, and uh, he'll thank you for that and and double down on the gimmicks next year. 2018, oh, the year of more months than months. <laughs> Let's talk about why this is difficult. It is difficult because it is two buttons. One button is for your shield, and the other button is for your attack, which means that there is no jump button which means that when you push up or diagonally up you jump which means that blocking up with your shield is sometimes you jumping up into a bomb instead so you have to have your shield out before you press up to block up or diagonally up and it's sometimes difficult to make the jumps as well what are you going to do this is 1986 and this is what you're given and uh I think we pretty much talked about the whole game. The bosses are almost the size of you, not very much larger. No, wider, though, sometimes. Sometimes wider. Big uh, old Iron Arm. Iron Arm is is a a weird character. He's a motorcycle guy with a jackhammer arm. We have Armadillion, who always reminded me of little little roly-poly bugs. Indeed, yes. That you would find under more that than an armadillo when I when I saw him. He looks like that. He always reminded me of that. If you try to block him when he's rolling at you with his shield, then your shield and sword will also blow all to hell. There's Mamushi, who's the Mamushi brothers, actually, and the Mamushi triplets and the Mamushi forevers. Yep. They're two axe throwers that come at you from both directions, meaning that they're throwing high and low at you at the same time. Fortunately, these bosses are pretty easy to beat. Uh, Muscular is a little hard to get to. Trojan was the guy that I actually used a little bit of skill on initially, 
But Achilles was, I think, the person I used the most skill on and I had to be accurate with. The other guys was pretty much just high-low, 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 high-low with the sword and then just block if someone was throwing something at me from a different direction. But I would just duck, stand up, duck, stand up, duck, stand up while I mashed on the buttons. Now, God, wow, I, didn't, I didn't even get to Achilles. Oh, really? Got to the double musculars at oh, the bottom okay. of the the, uh, the trash chutes, and I, I could not get past the two of them. Oh, okay. Boy, I wish I could remember what happens. It's very anticlimactic. I defeated Achilles the first time. But Goblin, the hunchback of Notre Dame, he's pretty easy to beat. As long as all you do is stand in the one corner, block, 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 all his fucking balls. And then when he jumps towards you, just slash like hell. And their life bars go down pretty damn easily. Now, normally you'll only be left with maybe one or two life bars when you're done with this. But fortunately, it does allow you to continue from even sometimes the middle of a stage which is nice you just have to find where that checkpoint is i did mention that you could build skills to do this game i think in the arcade uh you could build skills to do this game as well it might cost you 50 cents to learn a level but i don't think anymore let's say you, you sucked at a level put in a quarter okay you did it a little bit better put in another quarter now you got through that level that's the type of skill sets that you could build if you keep at it. And I don't think it would have cost you uh, $10 to get through this game. It might have. Yeah, it might have, but... Me, it would. Yeah? It would take a lot for me to get through this entire game. as I couldn't get past level 5. But you can pick whatever level you want to start on between 1 through 6 when you start the game. But you have to allow that in the dip switches. I thought you only have to allow continuing in it. When I booted, uh, mine had it on there. I guess you can turn that off as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I thought not, it was not just a, a, a normal thing. Not a lot of settings on here. No difficulty settings. You just continue, have, stage select, and lives pretty much. And lives, yeah. So I ah. bumped my lives up, bumped my extra lives down. And I got through it pretty good clip once I started to understand that I actually could beat the levels. Because I'm telling you, like the first few times, I'm like, I can't beat, I can't beat these levels. These are impossible. And then I would get to the next level and say the same thing. And then by the third time I said it, I said, oh, no, I guess I can. I just can't beat it right now. That's how I felt with the elevator levels until I got to the second one. When you, The first one with the elevators, I was like, I'm never, there's no way I'm getting through this. Yeah. But then once you start hitting checkpoints, you're like, okay, good. Well, I'm past those first couple levels. Yeah. I definitely can get through this next chunk. But when I got to level five and I got halfway through... And you have to go past two mushies, a level of spiders, and then the two musculars are the boss. And I just, I couldn't get through all of that because I would get to the musculars. And if I could get through with full life, mm. I stood part of a chance. But because their whole thing is just getting close and swinging and they have a longer reach than you. And you can't you tell where the hits are coming from with, with muscular. He has a big giant mace in his hand. Yeah, you and, can't tell if he's going low or high to block, and you yeah. can only block so many hits anyway before yeah. he starts doing damage to you. Yeah. Here's, uh, here's it, how to it, defeat that stage. When you go down there, you only see one muscular on the left. Yeah, you can stay against the wall and make the other one not spawn, right? Well, what you want to do is you want to, you actually want to take out the one that's going to come and back at you first. So you start ah. walking towards the muscular. Once you get almost halfway, the other guy will come out. And you could just duck up, duck up, duck up, duck up, banging on you, and you'll kill muscular before he gets close to you. The second muscular, you'll start 
going duck up, duck up, duck up, duck up while you're swinging like a maniac and he won't get close to you. So you have to just inch forward just a tiny bit, duck up, duck up, duck up, duck up. <laughs> because these guys you actually hit in the belly. So you're actually like midway standing up when you can make contact with them. Oh, yeah. Geez. See, there's somebody like Iron Arm was very, very difficult as well because he has that long reaching arm and you don't know what the hell to do. Him, I could easily maneuver in, get a hit in, and jump out real mm -hmm. fast. Mm hmm. Uh, I could find that a lot with the guys one-on-one. Armadillon, you just want to jump over him as he rolls past you and wait yes. until he pops out, get a hit in, block his fireballs. But here's the thing with this game being as random as you know a microprocessor can be is with Armadillon. Like, <laughs> wait, wait, we got to back up. Ever since I told Keith. <laughs> no, I know that's true, but now I'm pointing it out every, every time. Ever I'm since I dick. told Keith. Random episode generator I created for our e-card readers. Or episode readers find well, out like that I, it yeah, actually has a bias said every time you do it it'll be a different episode and you're like well technically no it can't be that way every time because they did find out that the algorithms of our random computer generators actually do have a bias but it would it takes like you know a million before you start seeing something that's greater than chance yeah so, so i had i had I a moment this, with armadillo i love it i love that you say that uh, no, it's, I'm, I'm being. I'm can be, be. Yes, I'm. I'm. I'm being completely honest with you. That that stuck with you. I'm. I'm happy about that. Okay, Armadillon, let's go. I thought there was a pattern where he would roll, hit you, and usually after he hits you, he backs up and then opens up. You know, and stands up. I had one time where I ducked low. He just continually just kept running into me and never popped out of the ball form. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes when you jump over him, he'll back his ass up. And you'll land right on. Like, he'll be rolling towards you. You jump over him, and he'll decide to go in reverse, and then you land right on him. And, yeah, and uh, there's you nothing fight you can infinite do about numbers that. of him at one point. Same with the Mamushis. They will just keep throwing them at you in that elevator level. You'll kill one, another one will pop out the side. There's one point where you have to get to the open uh, gate. And all you do is just have to get out of his way, because even when you hit him, when he opens up, it doesn't do any damage. His life bar. Oh yeah, yeah. You just got to jump over him and then stand on the jump and jump up and and just like Ghosts and Goblins, you have to beat this game twice if you want the true ending. Oh really? Yes. Because I only has, this is Capcom once again being total Fuck. jerk off. Yeah, because I got you are really strong. We give up. All right, challenge us again from the start. Oh. That's yeah. why I didn't do that. Yeah. Shit. Okay, well, I didn't play the whole thing. There's no way I'm going to be able to do it. I'll this do it. is a favorite arcade game of mine because I love playing the first two levels. As a kid, I would love popping a couple quarters in, you know, play the first two levels, block some stuff, feel really cool with the sword and shield, but not something I'm ever going to try to get through two times just to see maybe an animated scene of like a girl hanging on Trojan's leg. <laughs> Or something. I, I don't know. I played the ROM Star version of the cabinet, so you might want to play the ROM Star. Uh, I don't know if it's easier oh. or not, but that's the one I played. Well, I, that's the one I played is the US one because ROM Star actually released it in the US. Gotcha. gotcha. For Capcom. And going all the way back to the beginning when I mentioned fighting games having its roots in Trojan in a weird way is the fact that Takashi Nishiyama who worked on this game, and they had the Nintendo version. The Nintendo version has a one-on-one -on -one fighting mode. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it is the first Capcom game to have a one-on-one -on -one versus mode. I for see. Street Fighter. Then a year later, well, actually months later, because in February 1987, Trojan comes out. August 1987, a little game you love to bring talk about, Wiggly, Street Fighter. 
Yes, came Fighting out. Street. Guess well, that's what who was, was the director on, on Street Fighter? Mashi. Yes, Takashi Nishiyama. <laughs> Look at that. The roots of Street Fighter. Because he didn't work on Street Fighter 2. He only worked on Fighting Street on the yeah, first one. I believe that because Fighting Street sucked. <laughs> yeah, but his, Which last I love. Reference at, his last credit at this point I can see is an executive producer coming all the way back around mm-hmm. on Street Fighter 4. Gotcha. Was Street Fighter 4 good? Uh, Street Fighter 4 is a good fighting game. Yeah, 5 recently came out. I've never played it, but uh, I really like 4. 4 is a really good game. Okay. But it's it's just neat. To, is this where Capcom started with fighting games? No. Maybe. <laughs> Apparently, this guy also created the Hadouken. You know, he, oh, he, nice. He, he's done a lot. Yeah, yeah. So go cool. back and play Trojan. I think if you're a Capcom fan, if you're an arcade fan, this game deserves your attention a little bit because it's it's building blocks. I'm trying of to think future. of the characters from Street Fighter, the original one. Uh, Street <laughs> uh, I really like <laughs> Eagle. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's Eagle. There's uh, Sagat. There's um, who is you have the Ryu and Ken, who are the only ones you can be when you do versus mode. Yes. Uh, Gen. Gen is in it, right? Yes. Uh, the old man who doesn't come back until Street Fighter Alpha. Yes, but there's this purple Muay Thai boxer. I can't recall his name. A couple other it's people. Not- yeah, there's a lot of cool people in that. But Trojan, Street Fighter, they're very connected. But I'm just trying to think of how they relate to the, the characters of Trojan. Armadillion, Armadillion, I love to say that. Armadillion, <laughs> it would most likely be the Blanca, but there was no Blanca in uh, Street Fighter 1. So. No. Hey, that's our show today. I hope that you like us. We'll let you know more about the Basket Expo if we become part of that, because that's going to be fucking sweet. I think so. I love that Expo Center. Go to the Cradle of Aviation just for the tour of the museum. If you ever go to Long Island, make sure you check out the Cradle of Aviation Museum. Uh, Lots of really cool dioramas of space missions, first flight, many of the early planes in World War II, and and even first flight shit, of course, coming out of Long Island. Mm -hmm. And it has a whole wing that is a... Ah, uh, wing. Yes. (laughs) They even take a whole wing of the museum and cater it towards whatever convention or expo is going on at the time, which is why while we were there, they had a whole section there dedicated to the history of video games. So they do a really good job there. They really care. They really care. And you can see the Pink Floyd laser light show, maybe. (laughs) That's probably always on uh, because why not? Yeah, it's kind of funny. You go through the Cradle of Aviation gift shop and, you know, there's Breaking Bad figures. <laughs> you had Iron Man t-shirts because the yeah. Comic-Con was a couple months before and they still got runoff in there. Exactly, exactly. So, really cool museum. Really neat. I dug it. I dug it so much. Hey, everybody. Uh-oh, we got a kiss. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us. I hope that you join us next week for another episode of We Talk Games Arcade Weekly. I hope that you like us. Bye-bye.
so clean, it don't get no fresher Chilling in the freezer when I'm under pressure I put it on ice, bitch, Dr. Pepper Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pepper Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pepper Chilling in the freezer when I'm under pressure I put it on ice, bitch, Dr. Pepper Can't handle this volume, can't handle this can't handle this song, but you gon' bounce to the shit Bounce to the shit Bounce to the shit Put your this face on, let me see you bounce to the shit Phone calling, I'm pressing red Only red cup that's in my hand I ain't got the time, so why you asking? I got a flight to catch, I'm always traveling Stay packing Put it on ice, bitch, Dr. Pepper Feeling so clean, it don't get no fresher Chilling in the freezer when I'm under pressure I put it on ice, bitch, Dr. Pepper Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pepper Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pepper Chilling in the freezer when I'm under pressure I put it on ice, bitch, Dr. So clean, it don't get no fresher Chillin' in the freezer when I'm under pressure I put it on ice, bitch, Dr. Pepper Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pepper Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pepper Chillin' in the freezer when I'm under pressure I put it on ice, bitch, Dr. Pepper Can't handle this volume, can't handle this Can't handle this song, but you gon' bounce to the shit the shit put your this face on let me see you bounce to the shit